Mo Murphy, this is where you will hear some of the hottest takes in the most raw and uncut fashion, baby. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Mo, back with another episode of Up in Flames. Um, today gonna be the start off of multiple episodes with multiple people, multiple guests, because this is a conversation I've been wanting to get into, um, especially since the last dance has come out. A lot of these comparisons about, you know, is Jordan the GOAT in everybody's eyes now? Is he the GOAT in the new generation's eyes? So, you know, a lot of Jordan LeBron comparisons have came about. So this is a conversation I have multiple people lined up ready to get in on this today. I got my boy Hefe back again. Hefe, say what's up. What's going on, man? Let's let the shit talk it begin. And I got my boy Beasley on here today since we talking basketball. It's only right that I have my boy Beasley on here. Beasley, say what's up. Oh, yeah, we back in this thing. Let's go. All right. Well, first things first. The last dance has come out and has had a lot of people start revamping the argument of who's greater out of Jordan and LeBron, is Jordan still the GOAT? Is LeBron the greatest player of all time? So first, I'm going to send it over to Hefe because of where his stance is on this. Hefe, is LeBron better than Jordan? Oh, all right. So my stance on that on that, and my, my point of view, my opinion, is just that you have to, you have to look at what separates them, right? Uh, Ability-wise um lebron he's he's he he does more you know um with his rebounding his ability to pass you know um his his the way his body is where you talk about like a, a power forward stuck in a in a point guard's body you know what i mean um but to me when i start when i start to separate these players do between lebron and, and uh michael is that i just i go back to to, to the essential what how do we measure greatness, bro? Right. And me personally, success is how I measure greatness. Right. And, and I'm not saying that LeBron is, hasn't had success because he, he's had just, if not, just as much success as Michael in the sense of accomplishments, you know, personal record wise, numbers wise and uh, finals appearances and whatnot. He said he had, he's had more finals appearances than, than Michael, but <laughs> at the end of the day, dude, Michael was six and no in the finals. And I know that he's played some teams that were terrible and he's, you know, he's maybe had some, some shortcuts. If even some people want to even say that, but when I start splitting hairs and I, and I just have to give the edge to Michael simply because he was six and all in the finals, you know, and, and, and all that he was, all that he was able to do in that period of time that he did it. And you got to think he retired twice. So he missed, you know, X amount of years and he still finished top five all time scoring and he still finished six and no in the finals. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, he able he was able to accomplish so much in in, in in a in a kind of a limited amount of time, but he was flawless six and zero. Now, with that being said, that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that 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 LeBron ain't at Michael's level. LeBron very he very much is at LeBron's level or Michael's level. But when I start to split the hairs and, and just give that the, the tiebreakers and, and start looking into it, I just I measure success. I measure greatness by success, and ultimately Michael was. Bro, he was a king, bro, 6-0. It's, it's kind of hard to argue against that number. 
Alright, well Beasley, I'ma let you go ahead and I'ma let you go ahead and counter that first. You know what I'm saying? I'ma let you get into that and I'll bounce off of you. Okay. Well, I wanna first off by saying, you know what I'm saying, I do believe that Mike is he's definitely up there and I agree with the uh championship aspect too uh for the most part. But at a certain point when it comes to who's the greatest all time, we talking about player. And we're talking about on the individual level. So I feel like if you're talking about an individual player, you can't use the accomplishments of the team to use that in your advantage, especially when not only did you have better coaches, solidified coaches with with championships without Michael Jordan before and after, but he also had Hall of Fame players on his team to help them accomplish these goals. And the closest that we've seen – LeBron having the same type of team would probably be this year's Lakers, and we've seen what happened with that season. So if we're talking about a greatest player of all times, you got to factor in not only what he did by himself and his personnel, but who was leading the team overall and go and use that or, or go with that. Okay, well. And, 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 and that one, I feel like LeBron got it. Well, first off, BZ, I didn't think you was going to sway it that way. But I agree with you that I think LeBron the GOAT. But for you to discredit that big three Miami Heat, like saying this Lakers team is the best team he's played on, I think you lost your mind. This Heat team, the Lakers can't say, we can't, I can't even get in the argument of saying that this Lakers team is better. The season got cut short and everything like that. But they didn't even make a finals yet. They We projected them to win the championship this year. You know, I, I thought LeBron was going to win the championship this year. But I can't go off of projections. I got to go off production. That Miami Heat Big 3 team went to four straight finals. They won two two in a row. You know what I'm saying? They went to four straight, won two in a row. He had D-Wade. He had Chris Boss. Chris Boss is going to get in the Hall of Fame. The day that Dwayne Wade is eligible for the Hall of Fame, he's going into the Hall of Fame. In my opinion, Dwayne Wade is the third best shooting guard of all time. That could be up for argument whether you have him or Allen Iverson. But in my opinion, Dwayne Wade is the third best shooting guard of all time. So I, I, what I won't agree is the fact that that the, the closest he had to having a championship, like the best team of future Hall of Famers was his Lakers team because that Miami Heat team was – a lot better than that Lakers team. I even would go as far as saying I think that Miami Heat team would beat the Bulls team before I would pick this Lakers team to beat that Bulls team off the simple fact. That was LeBron at 25 years old, 26 years old. That was prime LeBron. Now, he didn't have Wade at his best, but he still had He still had Wade. Wade was still a top-notch in first two years. He started falling off, you know, them last two years, one of which they won a championship. So he didn't have, like, that 06 Wade or even after, you know, Shaq left. He didn't have that killer Wade where there was a couple years where Wade was really in the argument as the best player in the league right there with LeBron, right there with Kobe. Like, there was a point where no matter how you rank them 1, 2, and 3, that was 1, 2, and 3, LeBron, Kobe, and D-Wade. So he wasn't at that 1, 2, and 3 level when he, for the whole span of the four years that the – Heat were together, but to say, like, this Lakers team was the closest he had to Jordan's team or the closest to say he had with – and you can't – I can't discredit that Cavs team. He did have Kyrie. He did have Kevin Love. Granted, Kevin Love wasn't the same Kevin Love that he was in Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? And I do think LeBron will have one more championship if Kevin Love and Kyrie wasn't hurt in the finals that first year that they lost. But I'm just saying that that Cleveland Cavaliers, that Kevin Love-Kyrie team – 
They also had a pedigree. Kyrie will probably end up in the Hall of Fame. Um, it's likely that Kevin Love will fall in at some point. I'm just saying if Tracy McGrady can make it to the Hall of Fame, I think Kevin, there's a spot for Kevin Love at some point with the right class. But I, I just can't say that this Lakers team was the best. Now, is it possible that Anthony Davis was the best teammate he had? I, I'll go with that. Not because... At, Somebody said this in the beginning that AD, before the Lakers played, that AD's the best teammate he ever had, and I'm like, he had D-Wade, but AD is in his prime right now. He's, what, 25, 26 years old? So I will say, okay, he didn't have Wade at 25, 26, but he had AD at 25, 26, so I go that AD was his best teammate individually, but I, I can't, like, you know what I'm saying, go, go all in that this Lakers team was the best team that he's played on because... Also, at the same time, yeah, LeBron's still great, but LeBron was even better with that Heat team. That was prime LeBron. I mean, that what was it? This, the year of the second championship was arguably the best season LeBron ever had. And the fact that he playing this great is another reason why I go with LeBron as the GOAT because the man's, what, 34, 35 years old, year 17 in the league? 35. Yeah, 35, year 17 in the league, still averaging 25 points. Now he switched over to point guard. He averaged 10 assists. Like He already was kind of playing point forward, but they kind of moved him to permanent point guard. This man has a career high in assists at year 17 in the league. This year, this man passed Kobe as an all-time scorer. I'm not saying, you know, we could go back and forth about who's the better scorer, but at the same time, for a guy to be passed first, he passed Kobe Bryant this year and he passed Michael Jordan last year as an all-time scorer. But he's a pass-first guy. Kobe and Jordan are the two... We label them the two greatest scores of all time. You know what I'm saying? And LeBron is ahead of them on that all-time list. So let me ask you this: how how many years has LeBron played? Seventeen. Seven, Seventeen. Okay. All right. And LeBron has thirty-four thousand points. Mm -hmm. Michael played a total of fifteen and has a thousand points less. You see what I'm saying? Like he accomplished just as much. Michael as LeBron took has accomplished up to this point in fifteen in two less seasons. Michael took like. A thousand more shots than LeBron, though. So if Bro, we can... okay, okay, you know what, and that is cool. But you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. I, 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 you know, I'll live and die with these with the amounts of shots missed, bro. Like, what? You, no, no player is ever going to be one hundred percent efficient and make everything that he shoots. Like, that's okay. You you can miss shots. He's a scorer. He's a volume. He's a volume shooter. I, I will take that caveat, that negative part of that of, be, of being that type of player with with a player like him i get that he's gonna miss shots he, he, he's gonna have to miss some shots he's gonna take 30 35 shots a game that's okay like sh you know shooters are gonna shoot and and and, and not every shot's gonna go in now the point i'm trying to say is that jordan did this in 15 years right one through 15 he did this in 15 years and he's he has just as much points as lebron has at, at, through year 17 in and and through this season you see what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say that, that, it, that that's more impressive, but I'm just trying to say that to put it in perspective. But you're putting it in perspective. In, but in a total of 15 years. You're putting it in but perspective as how many seasons he played, but how many shots did he take? Like, that matters. Like, okay, I played two more seasons than you, but you took a thousand more shots than me. I'm not saying Jordan scored at an efficient rate, too. It's not like he was inefficient just jacking up shots and like, yeah, if you give him 40 shots a game, he going to make. 10 of them. Jordan was scoring at an efficient rate. I'm just saying he still shot a thousand more shots than LeBron James. So when you measure the seasons, I understand that, but we're not, we're not measuring assists. We're not measuring rebounds where, yeah, Jordan might average more rebounds 
But, you know, Jordan might average more rebounds, but LeBron played longer, so he was a better rebounder. We're talking about I points. Understand and- that, but I understand You know what? I, I understand what you're saying, and, and, and that's why I, I, I'm listening to it and I'm accepting it because that, that is, in, in fact, a fact, right? But when you're talking about uh, uh, field goal percentages and how many shots, Jordan shot 49.7% for his career. He made almost half of his entire shots ever shot in his career. Like what is is that is that efficiency or, or efficiency or is it not? I said he was an efficient score. I'm not ta- I'm not downing him for shooting more shots in less seasons than LeBron. That's not where I'm going with the argument saying he was just jacking up shots. What I'm saying though, like, cause then that would be me trying to put Michael Jordan on like James Harden level. Well, yeah, James Harden a great scorer, but he shoots 40 shots a game. He gonna make 10 of them. He scored at efficient rate, like you said. But LeBron also scored at what? What's, what's his career like? 53% field goal percentage in his career. So he's taking less shots, making more. At, he's scoring at a higher rate, and he took less shots. Them two more LeBron's seasons, career, he still took less shots. 50.4 to Michael's 49.7. Okay. So what's, what's the big difference there? A thousand less shots, though. So what all I'm saying is Jordan shot the ball more than LeBron because he has more shots attempted in two less seasons. So I'm just saying, if, if LeBron had... Just as many shot attempts in 17 seasons, LeBron would would be LeBron would be the the number one in scoring if he had just as many shot attempts as Jordan. But at the same time, LeBron is also a playmaker for his team. LeBron James right. is a passer; he's a facilitator. So that is very true. That Jordan average, you know, you know, we multiple seasons Jordan averaged over 30. You know what I'm saying? So, but he's he was solely a scorer. Jordan didn't make anybody on his team. He didn't really make anybody better. He didn't make Scottie Pippen better. Scottie Pippen was going to be what he was regardless of where he went. He just played with Jordan. He didn't make Dennis Rodman better. Dennis Rodman was what he was before he came to the Bulls. He didn't make anybody better. LeBron has elevated. LeBron has elevated multiple people's game. Kyrie before LeBron got there, even though it was it was a young Kyrie, trust and believe, but Kyrie before LeBron got there and Kyrie while LeBron was there. Kyrie was a lot better player. His game got elevated. <laughs> Bro, now, but but Kyrie was gonna be a stud regardless if LeBron was there or not. You know what I'm saying? But how like, much of like a stud has he like, been like, before like LeBron? LeBron took a second round Kyrie Irving and made him, you know what I'm saying, into what he is today. Look what Kyrie, look what Kyrie's doing now without LeBron. He's Nothing. Still player. He's still, Nothing. You know what I mean? So so and I'm not saying that he doesn't make players better. Of course he makes players better. But but who has he really made better? Like who 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 declined after LeBron left? Who he, who became an MVP player after LeBron was there? A lot of players that he made better left with him. He, what I'm saying, he elevated Kyrie Irving, bro. I'm not saying Kyrie wasn't gonna be great. He showed Kyrie how to be great, though. He elevated him. Kyrie was on his way, but he rushed the process and made him great. Now you you'll say, oh well, Kevin Love took a step back, or we'll even go and say Chris Bosh took a step back, but they had to play different roles. They were the number one guy when they was when Kevin Love was in Minnesota and when Bosh was in. Toronto, they were the number one guy. They both went to teams with LeBron and became not only the second option, they were the third option. So yes, yo, the efficiency was higher when they were in Miami, when he was in Miami, and when Kevin Love was in Cleveland. But yeah, their production goes down. But you're the third option. Your production is supposed to go down. I mean, LeBron got Tristan Thompson paid. We can say whatever we want. Tristan Thompson was a solid role player 
in that time, he was a role player. He didn't make Tristan Thompson a star. He made Tristan Thompson an effective role player that got a five-year, $90 million deal. Tristan Thompson wouldn't have got no five-year, $90 million deal playing with nobody and, and, but LeBron he, James. He is, not, he, is not, he is not worth that. Looking at that contract in hindsight, he is not worth that money. Because LeBron left, though. Like, when LeBron leaves... <laughs> so, 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 so he's he, only worth $90 million when LeBron's there, but when he's gone, he's not worth that money anymore. No he, he, he fits that role. That's a player boost. That's yeah, that player boost. He fits he, that role. About. The whole thing is, when LeBron... Does he make players in the longevity better? Uh, Okay, we'll say no. But LeBron... Ele okay, even if you don't want to say he makes players better, he elevates their game, bro. People play better and more efficient alongside LeBron. Whether they improve or not when he leaves isn't really on him. But when they play with him, they play more efficient. Danny Green has so played it, with... It, it's, only to, it's only to LeBron's credit when they're doing good. But when he leaves and they do bad, at that point, you can't use that against LeBron either. You see what, what I'm saying? You're only taking the positives whenever LeBron's there and, you, and, and, and saying that that matters. But whenever the negatives start coming around and he's not there, then, it, then you can say it's not LeBron's fault. How but what, why would it How be... How is it that LeBron fans are always just wanting to get... The positive and run with that, but whenever the negative kind of surfaces, it's like it's not his fault. But what why would be that? the negative of him leaving why and did, Tristan why Thompson why does not LeBron playing? Get a pass. Why does LeBron get the biggest pass out of any player in the history of the NBA? A why pass? pass? LeBron gets a pass of anybody in the history LeBron of the game. Gets a pass, no matter what he does. If, if it's good, the good it, it, it sticks to him, and it's because of the LeBron effect. But when it's bad, it's because it was in his fault. Or you just did the same thing with Michael Jordan. Why is that? You just did the same thing with Michael Jordan. Facts. You only what brought up do? his 6-0 and finals record. You didn't bring up the fact he got swept in the first round twice. He didn't make it past the second round multiple times. You only brought up what he did in the finals. But what about all the other playoffs? What about, you know what I'm saying? LeBron never got swept in the first round. LeBron, LeBron ain't lost in the first round. And, 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 and a friend of ours, he, uh, Nick, he's, he's harped on this before. Um, I, I also am a firm believer that LeBron um, – he kind of came emerge. He kind of came to the scene and emerged after that that Magic and Bird era. You know what I mean? Like he kind of benefited from them dudes being like like older older guys aging. And he in LeBron's era, or I'm sorry, Michael's era, kind of just came into a perfect time to where the, the you know that golden era of basketball, the '80s, was kind of dying. And then he came into an era where it was just him. So I will say that, and I will use that as a negative thing about Jordan is that he also I feel like he did have the benefit of coming into an era. To where it was just him, and then that golden era of the '80s had just passed. So I will, I will give you credit for that because LeBron, or I'm sorry, Michael did, did kind of come into that and, and and benefited from those those guys in the '80s already being washed. So I will say that. Yeah, that's facts, Beasley. You've been a little quiet, man. What, what, what? You know what I'm saying? You let me and Hefe go at it. What you What? How you coming? No, no, I'm. Thinking, you already know my stance because, like, like I said. Uh, I don't know. Uh, every er, how he feels about the the LeBron fans argument is is how I kind of feel about the Jordan argument. And the crazy thing about it is, and somebody had to put me on game. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, I'm a little older. You know what I'm saying? So I actually watch these watch these games. But somebody actually had to put me on game is when you go back and look at the Jordan highlights, and I mean not looking at the moves Michael Jordan is doing, you got to look at who he's doing these moves on. Who was giving him problems? Like when he was having problems with the son, Dan Marley was guarding him. You know what I'm saying? But is, but is that is that Michael's fault though? Is it is it is it his fault that that's where the talent? No, that's, it's you not. Can't use it to discredit him though. But but we're not. I'm not using it to discredit him. But I'm saying though, you got you still have to factor that in. Hey, if I'm a if I failed 
if I fail high school four times and I'm a freshman and, and I'm playing against the freshman squad, you know what I'm saying? Are you going to give me full credit for that? Or are you going to be like, no, nah, man, you balling your heart out? Facts. Yeah, no, like, look, man. Like, if, I, if, I, if, if, if I'm a 20-year-old sophomore playing against regular age sophomores and I'm doing them dirty, are you going to give me credit or are you going to be like, no, nah, man? You know, yeah, but, that, but, that's but they we, we also can't act like that era of, of Jordan wasn't full of scrubs, bro. We had Gary Payton and Sean Kemp doing anything, Carl Malone and, and John Stockton. We had Hakeem Olajuwon. Charles Barkley, like there was some stray dogs. Patrick Ewing, you know Reggie Miller, like all these dudes, they yeah. were a part of his era. They like, were he was like out here, you know, he was, doing what he was doing. His era, his peers, his I, era I, wasn't I, full of. His era I, wasn't I, full I, of scrubs, I, but I'm glad you said that because that really leads into what I really, you know, what I'm saying we still gonna keep covering this, this Jordan Lebron, but you flipped it to what also what I want to talk is look compare eras. Gary Payton, Sean Kemp. Would Sean Kemp be anything in today's NBA? Yes. Sean Kemp would be no. a, a Zion Williamson today. Yeah, he, Sean, Kemp, Sean Kemp would be a, a, a Zion Williamson. So I let me ask you this. So uh, with Jordan, right, Why? what made Jordan – what was part of – I know he was a great scorer. He was great – but what made Jordan so great? You, It goes exactly to what you were saying. Because he was the most athletic, most skilled player on the court at all times. Now, bro, he won the defensive player of the year like twice. He was the most times. athletic. Like, that's insane. He was the most athletic. He was the most skilled player on the court. I'm not taking talent wise, but athleticism also. Not only did he have a talent advantage, he was the best defender on the floor. He was the best athlete on the floor. And he was the most talented player on the on floor. The court, Michael was the best on both ends. If Jordan, okay, but if Jordan plays in today's NBA, is he still the best athlete on the court? He wouldn't. No, I, I don't. I don't. No. I don't know if he'd be the best athlete, but he wouldn't be by far. He would. He wouldn't dominate. He because he dominated off of three things: will, skill, and athleticism. He was willing to shut your ass down. He was skilled enough to drop forty at any time, and he was so much more athletic. When he left the ground, there was nothing you could do. That's why the Pistons came up with the Jordan rule. And even John Sally said it in the last dance. The rule was don't let Jordan leave his feet. Because when he did, it was nothing we could do with him. Because once he left his feet, his athleticism took over. He was the most willed player because he played on both sides. He dominated on both sides of the ball. Uh, these are all pluses with Jordan. Will, he, he, he would do it. He was willing to play on both ends. His skill, nobody was as skilled as Jordan at that time, and it wasn't even close. There was no even comparison about, there was no even question about who was better than Jordan. There wasn't even like, you can name your top five, but it was Jordan, and then who's the next four best players in the NBA, but who really cares? Because Jordan, the best player in the league. And then, like I said, based off his athleticism, based off his athleticism, you know what I'm saying, he... He was more athletic. He left his feet, and there was nobody that could jump as high as him. He was fast. I mean, uh, Roy Williams has said, uh, uh, Dean Smith has said he ran a 4-3 in a 40 in college. Now, we don't know. We never seen it, but he, he that was just going to his speed. But I'm just saying, if he played in today's NBA, yes, if he scored 30 a game back then, you would imagine that he would score 40 a game now. That would not be the case, bro. These big men, these these guards, he wouldn't even be he wouldn't he would he still might be one of the most talented, but he wouldn't be the most talented player on the court. He wouldn't be the most skilled. He might be will, but he wouldn't be the most willful player on the court. You know what I'm saying? And 
At okay, same- you know what though, but 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 the, the kind of the same uh, uh, drawback goes to LeBron. If LeBron ain't driving to the you know in the key or or layup or dunk, you know damn sure he's not gonna beat you at his jump shot on the free throw line. That's been LeBron's Achilles heel with his ability, his shooting ability. But he's LeBron improved as a late- shooter though. He wasn't no bum LeBron, shooter. You're only measuring you know, LeBron- his. You're measuring his three-point shooter. He was never a bum shooter. He had a nice mid-range, bro. You're measuring him as a three-point shooter because the, today's NBA is now three-point shooting. Well, no, but what I'm trying to tell you is that the same the same way that you're saying, well, LeBron was just the most skilled. Well, or I'm sorry, Michael was the most uh, athletic and, 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 you know, whatever, and that's what really kind of separated him. You could kind of use the same thing against LeBron because if it wasn't for LeBron's size and, and strength, like, he would just be another big body, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if he wasn't, if his ability to get to the rim wasn't as special as it is, he, his his perimeter game definitely wouldn't make him great. You know, he can't hit a fucking free throw to save his life. He's like a 60% free throw shooter. Yeah, but Jordan ain't a great, like, it ain't like Jordan was a killer three-point shooter. Like, you know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is like, so with this new, new school versus old school type of argument, bro, there's more players now that would be able to play back then than there's players back then that would be able to play now. I don't know, man. The game, the game was real physical back then. I, I think you, I, I don't think you'd see a lot, a lot of guys flying down the lane or the, you know down the key doing all these dunks because somebody would get a fucking forearm to the back and get put on their ass. But if it was physical, it was, it was I, I, I and I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. But the argument, not the argument, but the when people do say that. My my realistic question, my real question to that situation is: Well, LeBron being six eight, six nine, anywhere from two sixty to two ninety, if he knows he's going through the lane and not get the fouls that he gets these days, do you not feel like he would play like he knows he's not going to get that foul? Yeah, he would. He would make. He would make that adjustment for sure. But that, everybody's saying. But on, but, but on the other end, do you think that players from the old school will be able to play? With the high speed, athletic, super bouncy, super fast John no. Wall point guards, Hell no. six four that can with it, with Jordan specifically, I think he would benefit because of the hand check. There's no more hand check. I think he would definitely benefit. I think he'd be to the free throw line a lot more. I feel like he'd probably be a little bit more efficient as far as getting a lot more easy buckets because you wouldn't be able to have guys to be actually physically, you know what I mean, like get on him. Um, but yeah, he would have to. He would probably struggle a little bit, also with, with like you just said, some of the bigger guards, more athletic, yeah. lengthy exactly, guys. Exactly. You know like so, he he. So LeBron, LeBron would be affected in a way, and I think he would make the adjustment. And just how I think Jordan would be affected, I think he would make an adjustment as well. Now, who would be more successful? Maybe LeBron, just because of, of, of he, I think with his size and strength, he'd be able to to kind of uh, adjust more and, and actually make his game a little bit more uh, around the basket. So he'd probably be more of a of a post player. But I think I feel like both players will make the adjustment. They're both great. You know what I mean? Now, Merv, I, 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 I really wanted to ask you, or I guess you probably you already know the answer to this, but um, you know who I think the goat is. You know, and yeah. I'm about to drop the name, and 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 I already know it's going to get discredited by some some listeners, some maybe y'all. But um, why isn't Kareem the goat? And you know what's why crazy? Is, why isn't Kareem the goat? I'll he has go- more MVPs. He has just ahead, as many B. championships, all-time leading scorer, top five in box, top five in rebounds. Why is he not the goat? Go ahead, Beasley. I, I I can't I can't do it because again, there there was a there was a time of his era where he falls in the the, the Will Chamberlain category for me. Where, like I said, hey man, you playing he playing against a bunch of 
people that work nine to five and then come clock in for the for the NBA games type <laughs> situations. You know what I'm saying? Like Will Chamberlain scoring 100 points. There was no three point line. He was literally playing against dudes that was five eight five nine. But you do know that the, you you do know the NBA changed the rules around Will Chamberlain. That's why the three second rule is, is in effect because of, of of Will Chamberlain. So the NBA actually said, "Hey, uh, you're actually you're you're too dominant, so we're going to start changing the game." Right, I, and I understand they, that. But but like I said, the cream the cream is on the he's he's reaching the outer skirts of that. Hey man, they they just now everybody else is now just now starting to catch up with you. So you were doing your thing, but. A couple years after you're doing your thing, that's what everybody else is now doing the same exact thing that you're doing. Like, but so, I look at it, I get what you're going. Like, I, you actually, F.A., you the one that opened my eyes with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because I, I never listened to it. Nobody ever says it. And you know where my stance is on it is like, he might get discredited a little bit because he's a big man. Because when we talk about greatest players of all time and we measuring these GOATs and we in our list rankings... Kareem really becomes like, you name your top five, bro. Kareem's probably the only big man in there. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're going, everybody's going the Jordan route, LeBron, Kobe. You know what I'm saying? They're going that route of Magic Johnson, the guards and the wings, bro, of of greatness. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Shaq could probably be in your top five. Shaq was considered the most dominant big man of all time. Damn. That's another thing is they to, to label everybody's greatness, bro, they label him. This and that. Like, Jordan is the GOAT, but Shaq is the most dominant player of all time. But then LeBron's the most skilled player we've ever seen. Like, instead of just flat out saying, like, trying to give credit to everybody, somebody somebody has to be the best. So to say somebody is the GOAT does not mean that there were no other great players. You just were the greatest. Like, you're not trying to take away from Kareem, so you don't want to deem Shaq the best center of all time, but you'll name him the most dominant player of all time. To not take away from Kareem's greatness. But when it comes to labeling a, a, my starting five, my all-time starting five based on best at position, Kareem wouldn't be, wouldn't be my center. Shaq would. Person, that's all personal. It's all, you know, how you would want your team to play out. So it, you somebody could pick Kareem, somebody could pick Shaq. Kareem would not know what to do with Shaq. I don't care nothing about that sky hook. When it comes to defense, Shaq will kill him, bro. He was too small. All these guys back then were too small. Got a guy like Kareem now, he was what, 7'1, 7'2? He gonna have to chase around Giannis all day. Like, I, I feel like KD is KD would give Shaq a lot of problems, bro. But back in the day, like, just imagine though, like a guy like KD, if he played in the league back then, you don't tell me he'd probably be the best player on the court. Him and LeBron would be the two best players on the court. If Larry Bird did what he did in that era, what the hell do you think KD would do? KD 6'11", shooting threes, ball handling skills of a guard. Larry Bird was I, the one thing. Larry Bird was no, he was not as talented as Kevin Durant. I don't care what anybody say. I know Larry Bird was a great player, but if you measure talent for talent, Kevin Durant is a more talented player than Larry Bird. Look, man. I, I, me, and again, just to add on to that kind of sort of, but uh, different. Why I think some of the players from this era are better than those from that era, especially talking about LeBron and Michael Jordan. Now we're playing an era of positionless basketball where literally you got you got a name of a position, but you don't have a, 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 a exact role that you have to play. 
most of the great people from this era can play from two to five. And I feel like Michael Jordan, he was a two to the definition of a two guard. So they had to put a two guard on him. And once he got past that two guard, and by the time the forwards and the, and, the, and the centers realized what was going on, it's too late. He's already near. Whereas now, if they had that kind of matchup, if the, the person that you would put on LeBron or somebody that stature is going to be too slow. But yet, he still found a way to make happen uh, all the things he's done and accomplished. Yeah. If, yeah. You get, if you get where I'm going with that. No, I get what you're saying because, like you said, it's pos- positionless basketball. But and what makes it so great and why it is positionless basketball is because you guys, you got guys who are 6'10 back then, you're in the paint. That's it. There's no question you're a power yeah. forward, maybe center. That's it. You weren't playing the two. You didn't have the skill to play the two. You were 16, you grew up, you played in the paint. You didn't have Kevin Durant. Like, your guys that stretched that were 6'8". Like, Larry Bird. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were the 6'8", maybe 6'9", that maybe stretched that. Well, they're in between that wing and power forward paint player. So, And, you know, Larry Bird had a jump shot. But you didn't have your 6'10 guys. Your power forwards didn't have the ball handling skill of Anthony Davis. They didn't have the leaping ability of guys like... I mean, I think even a dude like Dwight Howard would go back then and dominate. He yeah, was big. He's, too, he's, he's strong. Agile. He's too athletic. He could move too much. And we're not. And Dwight Howard ain't really one of... I mean, if you want to take the Orlando Magic, Dwight Howard, then you know he's one of the best centers of this era. But overall, I think I would take Dwight Howard right now. He's still too athletic. He's not small. These centers back then was small guys. Like they were built, they were a little bit bigger than KD as far as you know what I'm saying, size wise. And I get it. Like they didn't have the the trainers that we have. They didn't have the technology. I fully understand that, which is why athletes evolve. You know what I'm saying? They get better, they get bigger, they get stronger, they get faster. Because even dudes in high school now are way more athletic than we was coming out of high school. And we had some dog athletes, but these dudes are windmill putting in between the legs as freshmen so it constantly evolves but with that evolving everybody like people who hold on to the old school the 90s era is like oh we were much more tougher but these same tough like you know these same people that get come from this era of this toughness is like bro you don't think these dudes in today's era of basketball would be tough if the game made them be tough yeah i mean that I don't, I don't, I personally don't like to argue the era thing, dude, because the era thing, like, you'll never have that era play against this era. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why to me it's yeah. kind of pointless to argue that because it's never going to happen. Like, we'll, we'll never know what, you know, like, who would have done what and, and why, who would have done what, why and when. It just, it, it's never going to happen, which comes to my next thing as far as, like, the goal comparison. I used to really care about that answer. Like, oh, you know, this guy, but, dude, like, it's just eras, different eras. There's different ghosts in different eras, and we will never know, like, like, you know, who really is the goat of all time, just because I really feel like we, there should just be a place for a goat for each era. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. LeBron could have, you know, he, he could have the crown for this, for, for his era. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's clearly the best player that, that, that there is in the NBA right now, or there was, um, in, you know, the couple, last couple of years, whether you think Giannis has surpassed him or not. But it's just, it, it's really unfair to, 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 at least for me personally, to be like, you know what, this guy is better than any other guy who's ever really played because we never really would know what would happen to LeBron had he played in the 80s. What if he did play in the 80s and 90s and he his body just physically couldn't take it and he broke down? Or vice versa, what if Le- Michael played in this era and he just became another volume shooter? You know what I'm saying? We'll never know. 
Yeah, but it's uh, it's just you know it's for the sake of argument, it's for the sake of entertainment that these conversations exist. But I do solely believe that you could put LeBron. I do. I just believe we'll never know, but I do believe that you put LeBron back then. LeBron would be dominant. Somebody else had, I, I don't remember, I was watching TV or something, but somebody was like, well, if LeBron played back in that era, he'd be like a power forward. But then I'm like, okay, so we're hypothetically saying that now you want to bring like what his position would be back then instead of saying we're taking his skill level, his talent, and placing him back then to what he can do. Oh, no, now we're going to make him fit the era. Like when you compare eras, you can't make them fit the era. Like, oh, well, Jordan would just be, DeMar DeRozan in this era like hell no I have more respect for Jordan than that to say he would be like a DeMar DeRozan of this era you know what I'm saying but I did see that comparison and it was kind of funny but I'm just saying like we're taking their talent and their skill level all things else x out we get the technology and things are making build bigger faster stronger athletes hence look at football you know what I'm saying they had to change the rules of football because guys were getting hurt way too often because they were bigger, stronger, and faster. But even with basketball, they're bigger, stronger, faster. So, yeah, you don't want to compare eras because we'll never know. But you still compare eras, hell, for the sake of argument, for the sake of disagreement, for the sake of entertainment. But, you know, I feel how you used to feel about this argument. I just think LeBron is the greatest player of all time, and I think even if you pick the greatest player of every era and then divvy out who's greater, you know what I'm saying? That argument's always going to be around. The next era is going to have their GOAT of the next era, you know what I'm saying? And they're going to try and throw them in LeBron and Kobe and Jordan's conversation, you know what I'm saying? Like, the GOAT of the 90s was was Jordan, you know? The GOAT of the 2000s is Kobe. The, the 2010s is LeBron. Yeah, we do label that, but I'm just saying the go to the 2020s is going to be somebody else, and they're going to throw them in the conversation with LeBron and Kobe and Jordan. It's always going to be talked about, especially with the new school, old school. You know, some of these old heads, people like my pop's age and shit, swear that, like, sports was better when they was playing. But at the same time, like, I think, like, man, sports is great right now, more so with what I grew up on, but they're going to be like, man, when I was your age, you know, y'all soft now and everything like that. So there's so many factors that keep the old heads don't want to give the crown to the new school. The, the the new school people like us are trying to take the crown from the old school. Like it's our era. We run it. We the best. You know what I'm saying? So this argument always going to exist in my eyes. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I, and, and the I'm a Laker fan, diehard Laker fan. So you know, I'm from LA day one. And even with LeBron on the team right now, like, like it, it just it's it, I'm like. I'm just uh, forced to kind of just bite my tongue because I, I've been very, very, very critical of LeBron, like, you know, for five, six, seven years. Um, but if you bring the championship, man, the, the, the thing about teams like LA and New York and whatnot, it's just, it's, you, have to, you have to win, man. It's success. You have to win or else you'll just be another guy. That That's like, facts. Yeah. Like, LeBron, to me, LeBron is the best player to ever put on a Laker uniform, but he had to solidify that by winning a championship. You don't come to every great that played in the Lakers uniform won a championship. I'll agree with that. And people would have used that to take away from his greatness. If he went to L.A., granted, nobody would have measured the fact that he went to L.A. when he was 34, 33, 34 years old, year 16, year 17. But still, he had to win the championship. He put the pressure on himself by going to L.A. because you go down all the greats that wore L.A. jersey, Kareem, Shaq, Kobe, Magic, James Worthy. They all won championships. So, yes, does LeBron need to win a championship? 
yes, do I think it will solidify or do, not solidify? Do I think it will add to his greatness if he wins the championship in, in L.A.? I think it'll elevate it. And I think there'll be a lot of people. That's why I was big on I wanted to see the Lakers. I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm a Heat fan, but I do like LeBron. And I wanted to see LeBron win a championship. One, I was curious at what people who were knocking LeBron was going to say about him winning a championship with three different teams. First three player to ever do teams. that. You know what I'm saying? And if he would have won the championship with the Lakers, he would have had four rings. You know, like, what would have been... They still would have found a way to knock LeBron. You know what I'm saying? There still would have been a negative. Well, his record in the finals and this and that, but, oh, well, Jordan was undefeated in the finals. Name a team better than the Warriors that Jordan played. You won't find one. That's another argument is, look at the, the quality teams that, that LeBron played in the finals. You can say anything you want about that Dallas team, but Dirk Nowitzki would have been the second-best player on the court playing against the Bulls in the 90s. Dirk would have been the second-best player on the court behind Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? That Spurs team, that, that team was built to win in any era because of how they played ball. They still had that new, that new school feel with the old-school mentality of playing ball. That's why the Spurs were great for so long and they were such a great dynasty because they, they, they meshed well into the, the, the new way of playing ball, but they still had that uh, Greg Popovich, one of the greatest coaches of all time. That's another factor in, for me with LeBron, like Beasley said earlier, bro, coaching. Coaching matters. Like You had Phil Jackson as hey, your coach, you know what I'm saying? Le LeBron's been his own worst enemy with coaches. He's gotten every motherfucker fired. Every time, Nate, but his own worst enemy with coaches. But you think he would have been his own worst enemy if you would have, if Pat Riley was his coach? Pat Riley didn't want to step well, down mean, and be a coach. I mean, but Pat Riley's have existed in the in the NBA. There's only been one Pat Riley, one one Phil Jackson, one one uh, uh, Popovich. Like you're not, you, these these legendary coaches don't just you know you just can't find them all the time, bro. Like 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 LeBron, he's been his worst enemy with coaches. That's one thing that I will say. Like he's he's been his worst enemy with coaches. Like he's gotten every coach fired. He kind of dictates who, you know, the, who comes in and what style of play, you know, like it just, he's, he didn't get coach Spoh fired though. With that coach Spoh still got his job. Shit. And that's only because fucking Pat Riley just loves him. Cause he used to be his little fucking video boy, but he's a really, right? he's actually a really good coach though. You look at how he's, been able to recover after LeBron leaves. These teams don't cover after LeBron leaves. And now look at Miami. It was a top four, five team in the East a few, a few years later. They've been to the playoffs twice since LeBron left. They went to the playoffs last year. They went to the playoffs like two years after LeBron left. So he held a team. Like you said, when LeBron leaves, a team goes to shit. He was able to hold the Miami Heat afloat, make be competitive, make the playoffs, you know what I'm saying, with no championship player on his roster like after LeBron left, yeah, you still had Chris Bosh, and we made the playoffs, but then Chris Bosh was out with the health issues. D-Wade was, you know what I'm saying, 33, 34 years old, and he wasn't LeBron at 33, 34 years old. He had his health issues with his knees and things like that, but Coach Spo still was able to find ways to win, get to the playoffs. Did they win anything meaningful? No, but a team like that, teams don't recover. The Cavs are going to be irrelevant for the next 15 years since LeBron left. The only thing is, the Lakers will remain relevant after LeBron leaves because they're the Lakers. They're L.A., they're the Lakers. They have that history. Lakers, are they don't, They could just throw their logo out there and somebody, some star player will come up next. They typically have a star. I mean, they got left without a star in that period between Kobe leaving and LeBron coming. But, I mean, the Lakers are going to remain great regardless, bro. Like, I think a lot of people didn't want to come in with that pressure going to the Lakers after Kobe left because that was the legacy you had to live up to. But, you know, I think LeBron also accepted it. He had some bigger things in his mind other than just 
basketball also. But I'm just saying, like, LeBron, you gave a great player a bum-ass coach. Like, you know what I'm saying? A coach with no stripes, no credentials at all. You would have gave Jordan in his prime a, a coach with no credentials, no stripes, and he out here trying to be great. He's chasing greatness. He's, he's trying to be the greatest player of all time or whatever. Jordan would have got these dudes fired too, but he had Phil Jackson his whole championship time, bro. He had no reason to be dissatisfied. But if you would have, hence to why he retired again after Phil Jackson left. He said if Phil Jackson ain't going to be here, I ain't going to be here. Gone. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a, a good, healthy debate. You know, one of the barbershop conversations that we'll never get we'll, you know the answer to. But you know, we'll agree to disagree and agree to do it again some other day. Yep, yep. But hey, on that note, I appreciate y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Go follow my Facebook page, Up in Flames Sports Podcast. Go follow my Instagram and Twitter, Mo underscore Up in Flames. Uh, Beasley, Hefe, I appreciate y'all for being on the show. On that note, Murph out. Love.